0: Popo. Cause I was like, I
1: don't, I was like, I don't think this is a supernatural show.
0: Nah. I, like, yeah, I knew it was, was a like, dog. Yeah. Then yeah. It's like a weird shape and like the fuck happens to that dog.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Herbal Synergies The Shop. I'm your host, NG. With me as always, my co-host, her What up? You know, I've messed around with my editing program so much, I could probably put an echo on that entrance.
1: If you would like to. Don't make no difference to me. Nah, too much work. Mm,
0: it's actually not that much up? work. I don't <laughs>
1: know. What's up, Herbie? Man, I here drunk. You know, same old, same old. Doing well on this, this uh, glorious day. You said something about soda.
0: Yeah, I'm drunk off this soda. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Coke and rum. With my the rum, I've been sipping. I've been sipping just coke.
1: You might have been. Hmm. Um, shoot, but
0: you know, you do what you do, babies. Do you got a flavor?
1: I do. Um, Is it a good um, one? It's, you know, it's a little decent one um, Let's see I did like this week How Hawthorne cut through My man Todoroki's Attack I was like, oh look at Hawthorne go My man got a new OP sword Yeah, my, my boy Peach Boy got a new sword I'm like, look at you Peach Boy This was so. an episode of Conquering it was. I was like, oh look at look at
0: uh Hawthorne, he cutting through yeah. hot knife through butter. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give it to this week's episode of Weak Hero. Or should I say last week's episode of Weak Hero? Interpret it how you guys wanted the it. last episode of Weak Hero.
1: You could just say the most recent.
0: The most recent, last chapter. I don't know, the one you have to pay for in case you guys ain't paying for them. So if you're reading Weak Hero and you ain't paying for the free the extra chapters, plug your ears because so I'm about to reveal something. Fucking Gerard was taking on like 20 people by himself. And you know, Teddy Teddy was doing his thing, but Teddy's like a one-at-a-time kind of guy. And then I like you. the numbers finally started to catch up to Gerard because he was facing like a Kind of big name, but Forrest Lee is not that much of a big name. And then, boom, Indian related,
1: the related to uh, Rockley?
0: No, Indian end. Bro- broccoli? No, mm. and Indian, the <laughs> Indian. The there he was, angry Big Ben.
1: His brother, Little Ben. I
0: don't think he has a brother. Dang. But, as long as Weak Hero comes out on Wednesday, mm-mm. say what, say what, say what. Ooh,
1: ooh.
0: So what would you like to start with, Herbie? You. Dealer's choice.
1: I'll leave it up to you.
0: Chojin. You start over with Chojin.
1: All right, so Chojin, not much there. Uh, My main guy, Sandek, he shows up, and he has his attack, uh, Integral Cosmos, um, what, in the ether or something? And uh, pretty much it attacks everything that the user wants to attack and doesn't harm anything that the user doesn't want to harm. And I thought it was cool here because... He said, essentially, he can skin an apple from the inside out. And I was like,
0: oh, that's cool. Sounds so, OP to me.
1: Yeah. He he basically got the got the kids out. Uh, Azuma is taking care of Tokio and Ellie. He told him to get them out of there. And they start the fighting. And then the creepy guy that collects people, he pretty much smacked them into the next century. So... Yeah, that much there.
0: Yep, very short chapter.
1: Yeah, so that was that. Not much there. Didn't mind it.
0: I don't mind. It's time to celebrate. Time to celebrate. Okay, alright. So I will proceed with The Sacred Blacksmith, episode 8, Departure Slash Revolution. Again. Like children, really not much there. What um, oh, does a whole bunch there? What? Like what? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just about to say I wrote one thing down. It's because the whole episode could be remembered with just remembering one concept. Mm-hmm. So, departure and revolution. I feel like this show started really interesting and has just been on a decline since.
1: Yeah, could be.
0: Yeah. But, nonetheless, I didn't give up on it yet. I'm still powering through it. Hopefully something's going to happen next episode. Um, In this episode, it's basically the conclusion of what we're deciding to do with Charlotte and her little gang. Her trio gang. And gang. And they were given the option to go basically i guess be renegades and like betray the empire give up their her her name and live free in the a different capital a different city but she would have to give information on the empire to them for the protection
1: the garrison state is what they called it
0: yeah and charlotte didn't want to do that because she didn't want to betray her mom's legacy and blah 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 so it was just turmoil and what they could do because the empire wants to punish them and they they don't really know what to do.
1: The, the real question is why should she care? Because the empire essentially turned her back on you. You don't even exist to them.
0: I feel like so it might be. Out. I feel like it might be one of those situations where she conveniently had blonde hair and blue eyes, so the. Maybe her mom just told her she was the king's daughter.
1: But I can also see a king not wanting to claim uh, a bastard an child, illegitimate, yeah, illegitimate child, because that's what they do.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I can I can see either one happening. But it seems like we're closing the book on this chapter for now. Um, after much turmoil, the band of trio decided they were gonna steal the. Demon swords back, and kidnap Luke and take Arya from Sicily, and where Sicily got to them before they could steal the swords back. But she was like, "Get your demon swords! I don't want to fight the with a demon sword, and you guys don't have any." And they're like, "Are you sure about that?" It's like if there's anything about me, I'm not bright. Go get it. It's like what? Yeah, they but, were. They couldn't
1: ahead. see what she was doing because uh, they were just kind of silly. I'm like, "Are y'all daft? <laughs> like y'all don't understand?" Yeah. So but yeah, I also I also thought um, something too worth knowing was when when Luke was talking, and essentially he, he tells tells. She's uh, like, "I don't understand," because she was talking to Luke about how how they they don't want to leave to live in the garrison state, and he's like, you know, it really doesn't matter, because essentially home is where the heart is, and saying, like, mm-hmm. where the people are, And will always can home.
0: He also said you can't tell someone not not to die without giving them something to live for. Yeah, so, I was like, huh. So that's,
1: that's great. Mm-hmm. Great advice. So, I'll always have a home somewhere.
0: Mm, so, Cicely had her little showdown with the trio, and she actually took them all on one by one, and Beat them all, one by one. Which, if they... Excuse me. That kind of happened last time. She was winning her one-on-one battles. Barely. But she was winning them. It wasn't that they overpowered her until they attacked her together. So why they didn't attack her together, I have no idea. But, I digress. Charlotte comes in on her beating the feistier one. The more the tomboyish one. And... what are you doing
1: (laughs) nothing I'm listening to you do a rundown
0: oh my bad okay carry on my wayward son um so Charlotte basically she doesn't she doesn't know what to do and Cicely is like abandon the empire just like you'd have me throw away my mom's legacy and Charlotte uh, Cicely was basically saying you would rather throw away your your friends who are basically your new family and in a struggle attempt to, like, a last ditch f desperate attempt to, like, hold on to her decision, she tried to stab Sicily, but Sicily knocked away the knife and slapped the shit out of her. And said, stop trying to act strong and just follow the path that will lead to your happiness. So they decided they're going to go betray the Empire, reveal the information... And before they disappear, Charlotte reveals that uh, a man named Siegfried put them up to doing what they were trying to do at our current kingdom and gave them demon swords.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if they actually went to the empire, but I know they just left. So, but I did think it was also cool how Cecily used Arya's wind power to propel herself in the fight. I was like, oh, look at you trying to get smart. Yes, yeah,
0: she knew weapons she, and tactics. Other than the wind stuff, she used in the first fight. She made a spear and had like a a point of wind, like a bullet of wind, fly, pierce the girl on her shoulder.
1: Yeah, I was like, look at you, learn how to fight. Yeah, you will be more prouder.
0: Used Arya to prepare propel herself, basically make her like a fucking uh, missile. I would say, yeah, like a missile. I was like, I was almost like jousting. Yeah, that too. And the last one, she just basically mimic what the other girl did. She kind of just stuck Ari on the ground and emitted a whole bunch of wind.
1: Yeah. And so, But yeah, I also thought it was funny how that the uh, the kingdom was like, oh, well, they left. Oh, just give us the swords and uh, we'll be back on our way. I'm like, what? Like, because to me, that's kind of like they, they knew they just wanted those swords, but mm-hmm. they had to like kind of save face. And it's like, really? Y'all are terrible people. <laughs> so.
0: What yeah. if they left with the swords? They could have done that.
1: They should have done that. So.
0: True. But
1: they didn't. Because what, what y'all need the swords for? they like, that was the whole reason. Essentially, they just used them women's to gather up demon swords with no intentions of allowing them back into the empire. They were just using them.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Which was terrible.
0: It'd be but like hey, that, man. Life is cruel. You telling me, dog? I know life is cruel. Mm hmm. Shall we move on to a little Eden of the East?
1: Yeah, that was actually the next on my, my list there. Mm hmm. So this one, it's uh,
0: interesting. It's kind
1: of it's kind of frustrating because I just want to watch the next one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? This, this is what you do. I was like, I got to see what happens next, and I like, I can't. And so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yo, did you like, did you? I don't know if you noticed this, but I noticed this. I didn't write it down. I don't want to forget. It. Did you notice at the very towards the end there when um he got on the bike, the dog tried to bring out more food, and only one came out.
1: Yeah. I was like, wait, feed the dog. Yeah, I was like I was like, Oh, that thing empty, you just go right off, homie. <laughs> that's what you call do. It's like first all of all, Mace he still has food. <laughs> Me too. I, I also he might not have been going that that long though. I feel like he might have been going like a day or mm-hmm. something or or he might have wiped his memory and then ended up naked in the the United States. Cause I think I still think that's like an eighteen is it like eighteen hour flight? Or something, I don't know.
0: I it's like, it's about, um, I think it's about half a day, yeah.
1: It's yeah, see, because Australia's like a 24-hour flight. So.
0: Wouldn't but, yeah. Australia be closer?
1: The world's a big place, my guy. It's not that close.
0: I, I know that, but like, wouldn't Australia be closer than Japan? No. No?
1: Mm-mm. Uh Nope. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, so Eden of the East on the night of the late show. So they're they're walking. They're they're trying to get to his place. trying to figure out where he lives. And they end up passing up some slums and they get a little uncomfortable. But you know, that's alright. They make it to the destination and there's some sort of creature that scares them. And it turns out well, I he freaks out and falls back and hits a light.
0: It turns out it's just a puppy with wings. And I was like, oh, a little puppy dog. Little pup dog. I, was like, I, don't, I was like, I don't think this is a supernatural show. Nah. I, was like, mm, yeah, I knew it was a dog. On. And yeah it's like a weird shape.
1: And like the fuck happens to that dog? Yeah. And so. Uh, and so apparently he lives in a mall. And he bought the whole place. And I was like, oh, my man, ballin' ballin'. And, but we start to learn a little bit more about the phones and stuff a little later on. Because I was going to say something, but it comes to it a little later. The money thing? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... He remembers the spot where you took that photo of like the two thousand people that like disappeared.
0: <laughs> yeah, quote unquote disappeared.
1: Yeah, and then so the the dog essentially leads him to like where he resides and it's like a movie room. And I think that uh Takizawa may have been working here in his past life, previously, the life that he erased his memories. And then, so mm-hmm. Takazawa asks um, Saki if she wants to see a movie. And then she proceeds to relay a story of how she doesn't have a favorite movie, but a story of how she wanted to see a movie because a um, particular someone she always liked liked the movie. And meanwhile, the whole policeman is trying to track down old boy, and he's like walking through. He's like, "Oh, he lives here, the old abandoned mall, and this, that, and the other, thinking about stuff." Being very dastardly if, if one would say so. So then uh Saki, she told her friend a lie and said she was staying with her tonight. I'm like, why you why you gotta lie? This this say where you was at? Or if anyone asked to say you was out, you had a lie.
0: Well she didn't tell her very reliable friend. <laughs> yeah
1: because she was like, mm, I wonder where she's really staying. Everyone just looked at her and was like, huh? <laughs> like, come on. That, that's terrible.
0: By the way, that detective, mm-hmm. he wasn't a
1: very bright detective. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I i think it was, um... Yeah, it was terrible. I was like, man... I had, I had another thing i would to say, but I forgot. Uh... But yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's like when you when you tell your friend to to call you because a motorcycle blew up. You know, to keep it straight. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no, man,
0: that makes for an awkward ride.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, then, then the, the policeman shows up after the movie was set up, and he he's talking to Takazawa and he and Takizawa's also been monitoring the policeman the whole time with video surveillance. And this part made me mad right here. Taika like Zawa lets the officer Kondo get close and take the phone. I'm like, bro, how you let him get close? You knew he wasn't up to no good when you first came in there. Like, why you not fight him? Why you not get away?
0: At least he got that badge. He did. I'm like, bro, what what are you doing, guy? Joe, he got the shit
1: beat and out of he him. He beat the brace off him. I'm like, come on, man. And then we find out that they start with 10 billion uh, yen, and it's supposed to change the world. And that's how he was able to afford them all. And his balance was like, what, I think it was like 8 billion something last time. Mm-hmm. So bought them off for 2 billion. And then we find out that it's some sort of game, maybe, and they have to change the world. And then when your balance hits zero, that um, support comes and kills you.
0: Well, we don't we don't really know um, how much he paid for them all. He's been, he's technically been whatever he is for a while, because he had enough time to kidnap those um those um. Whatever. Well,
1: I want I to say he did that before, um, but I'm not sure because I, he, I think he might have bought them all and delivered them there. Bottle now. So he he used two billion already.
0: On the um yeah, by the time by the time whatever um by the time he was in America, two billion was already gone. Almost two billion. Because he had eight something. But um the detective towards the end was saying You can use your phone to find more of our kind, but I'm not sure how many of our kind would want to talk to you, you being the worst of them all. Considering you were yeah. the one that like did that oh, thing. That was
1: I'm still kind of later, but you know,
0: I don't know real about
1: that. You, you just jumped the whole whole bunch of other stuff ahead, but that's alright.
0: I'm a highlight reel. Yeah, so
1: um, yeah, he's right. This badge, and then he meets up, and he's gonna go talk to him. And then this is where we find out um, you can't use the phone because it has fingerprint technology.
0: That's one of the reasons I called him a bad detective. Which I was like,
1: damn, that's terrible because you just use the last of your balance. <laughs> and, and mind you, this man sent a a, a message to his mistress <laughs> talking about we have enough money to play with the rest of our lives, which is funny because... Uh, We'll get to that in a little second, (laughs) but yeah. So he can't use the phone. He can't. The second reason he's
0: a bad detective.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then so he goes to the meeting point to meet old boy, and this is his wife walks up and he's like, "Oh, what what are you doing here?" And he was like, "Oh." She was like, "Oh." Uh, Next time you decide to text him, text someone. uh, You got enough money to play with. Text your mistress instead of your wife. I was like, "Ooh." And then she pulls out a knife, and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad.
0: And the third reason he's a bad detective.
1: Yeah. And then so uh, Takizawa running through. He ends up bumping to his wife. I was like, oh, well, she ain't got no blood on her. But then I was like, oh, she might have some blood from her to, to Takizawa, so he might be in trouble. Yeah. So then this is when he tells him uh, there's 10 others like him. And um I think he kinda he kinda mentioned that he might actually be the supporter, the one that's supposed to kill those people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh that's crazy. Like I I need to know more about this supporter role because it could be him or it couldn't be him. But yeah, continue your train of thought you previously had.
0: Um yeah, he was like I don't know how many people would actually work with you considering you did that thing with kidnapping those uh all those people. And then that's yeah. when he had the thought like, Oh shit, maybe you're the supporter. Yeah. I was like, Well so. if he's a supporter, it's not gonna really do him much good if, if without his memory. He lets you beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I'm like, man. But my my thing my other thing is the Concierge, I forget her name, starts with a J. Chalisa? Yeah, she seemed a little different with the detective. Cause she seemed like she knew that he took a phone.
1: Yeah, because she was since she was like, um She was like, Oh, well, it's voice recorded. And she's like,
0: Why do you ask?
1: Whatever. He's like, Oh, you know, just thinking and da da da. But
0: she knew. Mm-hmm.
1: She knew what she was doing, guy.
0: Well, it's also probably like, she probably she told, she told our homie, which I don't I don't really know any of her names.
1: And Takizawa.
0: She told Takizawa his remaining balance, so she can probably see the detectives. Everyone else is, yeah. yeah their remaining balance, and if the detective knew that you got to get got when you hit zero, then she knows you got to get got. When you hit zero. Yeah. But that leads me to two things. Um, Either. Takizawa is not the supporter. Or. Right now. There's just no one playing the role of supporter. And here's why. I just came to that thought process so the concierge um, is supposed to pretty much assist all of these guys right mm-hmm. she keeps track of their balance she makes things happen for them if she's the one keeping track of their balance she's most likely the one to six the supporter on the people who run out of money Yeah, and it stands within reason that as soon as he ran uh, ran out of money and called her, she knew he tried to take another person's phone because she could probably see where they are as well and could probably track him. It was like, oh, he's these two phones are together, um, but it's not gonna work anyway, so whatever. Now, one reason I feel like Takizawa can't be the supporter is because I feel like she's the one who calls the supporter in like six. Um, him onto whoever's broke. Or she knows that Takizawa erased his memory, so there's no point in telling him hey, go kill this guy. So that's why I think it's either not him or it's just a vacant spot.
1: It could be, but we don't know. We just gotta watch and find out. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, oh man, I gotta see what happens next. And I started letting it play and I was like... No, nah, I can't.
0: By the way, you predicted that um it's on the highlight of this uh the last episode. Uh you predicted um the detective not being able to use Takizawa's phone.
1: Yeah, I know. This is what I do, baby. I'm him. Hemothy? Yeah. Hemothy Johnson.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so Dragon Ball Super.
1: Yeah, that's another one, Dragon Ball Super, that psh, craziness.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm still not too thrilled about following Goten and Trunks. Actually, mainly Trunks. But
1: Well, I think that's partly due because of your biases towards Trunks anyway.
0: No, I don't mind Kid Trunks. I don't like Future Trunks. Well, they're one and the same. Future Trunks is a pussy.
1: Well, you we call Kid Trunks one too because they're the same.
0: Like first of all, first of all, first of all. How did he not know how to turn Super Saiyan? Who?
1: Yeah.
0: Future Trunks. When you first get introduced to Future Trunks, um, Gohan was the one who taught him how to turn Super Saiyan in the future. I was like, what the fuck do you mean? You only learned how to turn Super Saiyan in the future? You clearly turned into a Super Saiyan as a child.
1: It's a different timeline now.
0: It is a different timeline, but she's weird.
1: essentially essentially vegeta died um before before he even like was old enough to <laughs> fight so he never got that training like uh current trunks did when he was like five years old when vegeta's like oh if you land a punch on me i'll take you to the park whatever you, you remember that
0: yeah but he already knew how to go super sam prior to the
1: yeah, I'm I'm saying, like, he also had Goten, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Goten, um...
1: Goten didn't exist in the future timeline.
0: Goten is dead.
1: No, he's not dead. He just didn't exist because Goku died. Uh,
0: Goku never planted a seed. Yeah. And Goten is, like, a year younger than Trunks.
1: So he never had a fighting buddy to do anything.
0: But they're in the same class. No, no. They might not be in the same grade.
1: I don't think they're in the same grade, but they go to the same school. But yeah, so he didn't even exist, so he didn't have anyone to fight with or do anything with. And so...
0: Fucking future trunks. right, so... This episode was... um, Well, this chapter was... My... Enroll... Bowman enrolled my into the school with trunks and so they walked to school together and trunks had more opportunities to like impress Mai or whatever. What about the computer virus? Yes. <laughs> and there was also another exchange student, uh transfer student. But uh and him and trunks were like on un- for the at first like competing just to compete because Trunks wanted to show off in front of Mai and then I guess Homie wanted to be the best of everything yeah beta and then at some point we realized because Mai was being really suspicious it's like no that man's not human and then we realized he's one of those androids and Dr. Jero's grandson made him Hedo or whatever Hero or whatever you know, yeah. And they get suspicious of Trunks, and it becomes a try to expose him. And Trunks is like uh, avoiding him. Max um, really tried to throw a football at him, and he ducked the football by accident, but then hit it up towards the can, a uh, uh, fire extinguisher, and doused him. Um, he tried to dump his soup on Trunks, and Trunks just caught all of it in his bowl. It's like, oh, thanks for the extra meal. Yeah. So at some point, dude was convinced that Trunks was the person who stole, who invaded the haunted, the quote-unquote haunted mansion and stole the disc drive, and decided that he was going to take it out. But then he saw Goten lifting a car. He's like, "Nope, it's definitely him. Look how strong he is." So he started fi- started trying to fight Goten. Trunks uh transformed and rescued Goten and gave him his watch. I was like, "Hey, they just finished it this morning." Slip away, put it on or whatever. Um, they start fighting and it's he dashes forward and Mai ends up falling. The disc comes out. It's like it's her. She has it. So he tries to kidnap Mai. Um, the upper half separates from the lower half because Beta entered Beta Two, which was a robot. And Gohsen shows up to take care of the lower half of the robot while Trunks goes to chase Mai. Trunks rescues Mai and Mai actually recognizes it as Trunks but they don't communicate that.
1: Does she recognize Trunks or does she have a a moment where she remembers Future Trunks and her?
0: Was that Future Trunks?
1: Yeah, because they showed Future Trunks when when he um, carried her before when she caught her.
0: Hmm. Is that so my from kinda, the future? Yeah,
1: I th- remember how they um, how Pilaf and all of them they they got young for some reason or whatever, and they all went back in time and they end up being like the same age, but like I guess he kind of he he saved little Mai in the future or something something too. So I don't know. It's all co- confusing.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm confused. Yeah. So. I was wondering why she was a child She's a full blown fucking adult In Dragon Ball
1: Yeah they, You remember when they made that wish Like a, a long time ago um, Something happened They have got the hold of the balls and, and turned themselves into kids again But that was in GT <laughs> It's in this timeline too
0: Huh
1: Yeah it was something some funky Something hinky
0: Hanky-panky. Yeah. But that's essentially how we end that chapter. Yeah.
1: Saved her. Came back. I see you. Mm -hmm. You see me. I was like, there you go, King. Saved her. Till next month.
0: Mm, Till next two months. Damn.
1: Yeah,
0: no. (laughs) How about some Boruto? Um... I saw a pretty spicy declaration at the end of that chapter.
1: Boy, let me tell you, I lay man. So it essentially starts off by Kawaki. He thinks that uh Momo Atasuki's up or something, so he starts questioning Boruto. He's like I hear you, Momo. You can say something. And then we find out that 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 uh code is using claw monsters because um they're like essentially small portions of the tails. Which is all those things that we fought in uh, board, uh, what Shinobi Striker that game, those little wooden monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wants to make more an attack Kona with them. They call them Claw Grimes, and then Ida, um, Tamari, and Serada they go shopping, and they they take along Daemon and. Boruto, and Damon's complaining about not fighting, be able to fight strong people or whatever. And then so he ends up seeing him- Himawari. And to me, now, now that I've seen them, I was like, oh, they kind of look alike. So um, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And so he he essentially throws a punch at um, Himawari, and she like doesn't dodge. He's like, why didn't you dodge it? It would have been easy for someone the likes of you and I was like, "Huh, she's a strong fighter." And it's like, I felt an intensity from her, but uh it wasn't it wasn't evident. And I think Boruto gets at the fact that uh Damon likes his little sister. <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, we're not going to let that happen." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, Boruto." <laughs> so, so then
0: the uh, my hint at um
1: he Himawari being like she, uh, being OP yeah. yeah, I mean she does have th- that strong eye. So, uh it only happens when she gets angry enough. Mhm. But yeah, so um previously earlier, Kawaki escaped from the people cuz he has to do some answers and he ends up at Naruto's house. And essentially, uh he tells him Naruto that he's going to kill every last Otosuki. Naruto's like every last Otosuki, and he was like every last Otosuki. <laughs> and so <laughs>
0: did you have to whisper it in my ear?
1: I did. So so then uh, that means he's going to kill Boruto too at some point. And they're talking about he's like, yeah, you know, I have to do it because uh, y'all not going to do it because y'all aren't strong enough to do it. But essentially it's, that they, they can't, it's not that they can't do it it's just they won't do it because it's Boruto
0: mm-hmm. and he's like
1: since he essentially told Naruto like I care about your life more than my life and this that and the other and you really mean a bunch to me you allow me to unlock myself and have parts I didn't have before so um, so then he ends up selling Naruto away in something
0: it looked like that dimension that they, he, mentioned that they um, basically lost Kurama and the Renegon.
1: Yeah, so I was like, "Ooh, is heating up, boy. Who you gonna have to kill
0: first? Next chapter.
1: Show is next. It might
0: chapter. Might be a Boruto versus, versus Kawaki.
1: Yeah, I- I'm kind of excited to see where it goes from there. So I'm like, eh. "Naruto's getting getting sealed up. Boruto might get sealed up." So.
0: We shall see.
1: We will. Or maybe we won't. Or maybe I shall see. But you won't. I'll, I'll see glimpses. Life. You're not about that life.
0: Yeah, I've been reading a little bit more and more.
1: You're not about it.
0: I you think boards on... will be easier to read. If they were shorter and weekly chapters.
1: Yeah, or uh, by... Uh, or... Uh, Every two weeks.
0: That, that'd work too. Yeah. But. Yeah, I enjoy it. Peach Boy Riverside. Riverside Boy Peach. Episode 10 Horror and Resentment. Guys, we have two episodes left.
1: That was Honor.
0: Oh, is it Honor?
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Honor and Resentment.
0: Hold the fuck on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I
1: was like, Horror. I was like, Ugh.
0: Hold on. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm checking right now. Damn it! Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. You might, you guys might hear something in this for a second. No, no, no we're good. No horror and resentment. Fuck you, Irby. You sure? Yes. Oh well I know I'm blind, but that is clearly two R's. Is it though? Yes. But anyway. Episode ten: Horror and Resentment. We find out a couple things when he when he shows up and saves Hawthorne, and she says, "Like she basically was like, he was gonna go at that no hesitation." And then like he she has like flashback with Hawthorne with long hair. I'm like, "Oh my man used to have long hair." I mean, his hair is kind of long now, but like longer hair. And then she goes like, "It must be like due to like the adventuring or whatever." Peach boy. <laughs> Peach boy. Yeah. But she was like, I'm not here to help or fight. I just came to bring you a sword because I saw you were fighting with that wooden thing.
1: Yeah, and the little crystal ball she uses to watch folks.
0: Mm-hmm. And she was like, this used to be Frost sword, I guess. So really, it's Frost. I was like, it used to be Frost sword? Why do you have it?
1: That's what I was like.
0: Mm, why does she have that sword? It's yeah, strong. It like Frost. First of all, does Fra know Winnie? Does Fra know Winnie? Like, there's too much back and forth in this shit.
1: Yeah, that's it. Does get annoying with that?
0: But anyways, we go to speaking of back and forth. instead of uh, resolving our current fight with Hawthorne and uh, Lightning Boy, we go to Fra and to the bird. When the bird thinks he wins, and then Frog goes partial demon mode.
1: When, when the bird thinks he what? He wins. Okay.
0: What do you think I said?
1: No, you said something else, but that's right. Did I say something else? <laughs> you did. Fuck you, He early. said, said wands. Birthday key wands. I was like,
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said that. <laughs>
1: that's
0: right. I, if I did <laughs> say it, it's going to be the highlight clip. <laughs> what time, right. What's the time stamp? 39, damn it.
1: <laughs> ah, don't make no difference to me, dog.
0: Um so the I bird thought not
1: a uh, educational <laughs> the,
0: the Bird Ogre Stop Damn it Oh shit I went in red Um The Bird Ogre thinks he wins Damn it now I'm saying now I'm, I'm not confident in this word anymore. Just just go. go. No. I can't you can. The bird think he I can't speak. Defeated Frau. Defeated Fro. <laughs> <laughs> Frog Frog heads up and says, Um, what the fuck was the angels? Atlas must have left her with some power and goes partial demon mode and then kills the bird ogre.
1: Partial was. Full demon killed him out. I was like,
0: ooh. No, she didn't have the horn or the wings.
1: I'm calling it full blooded demon I'm sorry, child. not she.
0: They. They didn't have. <laughs> Why did they say they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Am I offending for all?
1: <laughs> well, they haven't said it since, so I don't know.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Could this have been a, a thing that happened? The De- translation error, I don't know.
0: I don't know um we go over to Meki who's fighting Shinky. and she determines that she can't win the battle like this, so she uses her wits to overcome She runs into a wall and makes it think makes Shinky think that she's um running into a dead end Shinky then tries to attack and gets his hand stuck in the wall. She pretends to use her her um cannon. But doesn't actually have it. So it freaks out Shinky and gives her enough time to circle around him. And then with his back against the wall, she punches him. So apparently his power, the way his power works is... he He stretches. His body doesn't stretch by itself. He stretches his body to avoid a blow. So once she punched him while his back against the wall, she just straight up hit him. There was no avoiding it. And yeah. that basically finally got knocked out. That nah that's a little different. Um than Luffy's power. And Luffy's you can hit Luffy no matter what he's against. He'll stretch. It probably won't hurt.
1: <laughs> nah, Luffy got knocked out. Finally, I seen Luffy take a L. Damn.
0: Um Shinky explained that he just didn't want um The fuck is this, uh, Thunder Oh no. Todoroki to join meki because he was the first person that like was okay with his with his presence um then we go over to sumaragi and sumaragi kind of just let sally go like sally was like ah even without my power i'm gonna get by you was like oh okay you can go i won't stop you it's like all right okay sure and then we go over to hawthorne whose new op was just overpowering Todoroki. And it cut through his ultimate lightning move. Yeah. After all the fighting was over, everyone had like... Well, not everyone because two to three. I didn't think Shiki died from that punch. I'm surprised he died from that punch. But Shinky died from that punch. I, I knew the bird died.
1: Yeah, no doubt. He got disemboweled. Yeah. Dismembered.
0: So, with Shinky and the bird dead, um, Todoroki set all... Um, well, actually, they all had their own recuperating time. And then they had a moment outside, and um, Sally was basically extending her hand to Todoroki, but Todoroki was too embarrassed to take the hand, so said he'll find his own path. And they go to separate ways, and Meiki explained, like, that's, that's... He's too proud to say otherwise but basically you got the ending you wanted and we end the episode with Sumeragi killing fucking Todoroki
1: yeah
0: Yep. I was like man so now we either jump to the uh, future or jump further into the past or maybe figure out where the present is I don't know
1: Yeah. yeah I
0: can't keep up
1: yeah. And then Makoto, you know, he wakes up from dinky sleep, which you find out one of his powers is to uh people that attack and get terrible nightmares.
0: Mm-hmm. And he was about to kill the nun ogre.
1: Yeah. And also they're going to uh Legendia, it's a new destination.
0: Where discrimination is prohibited.
1: Yeah. So but yeah, another thing that made me mad too was how Taroki, he confronted Sumeragi. and uh, he said he, he I can trust the humans, but I can't trust him. But then you proceed to let that man get behind your back
0: and I, get stabbed. Yeah, yeah like, I don't know. like what? Boys will be boys.
1: I feel like he's like a thousand years old or something.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> really. sleepy, sleepy ogre saw it.
1: Yeah, but did he see it if he's really
0: asleep? Well, his eyes were wide open.
1: Some people sleep with their eyes open.
0: I don't think he's one of them. But how would you know? Because when we saw him sleeping earlier, his eyes were closed.
1: Yeah, but doesn't mean that he can't sleep after with his eyes open.
0: True, I'm just doubtful.
1: Yeah. So, So yeah, I don't know. Very uh, glass-happed, empty kind of viewer, huh?
0: Um yeah. I'm not sure which one would be the half empty or a half full. Thinking yeah. he's asleep or thinking he's awake. Mm, interesting.
1: But I digress.
0: <laughs> <laughs> shall we shall we proceed to the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius on la- your lady? Yes. I'm gonna say that perfectly one day
1: and the rainbow magic sword of longing and reminiscence. So this episode starts off with Yuffie opening up a box, which has a key in it. And she is moving out of the castle. And Yuffie has a nightmare, but she lied to uh, Ilya and says she slept well. Like, you saw some to turn it. That's why she asked. She heard you in there screaming. So, so then we find that Yuffie, she's, being summoned to the castle for questioning and ilia will accompany her and we found out that Anis honest she goes off on the broom at dawn to do some stuff and she came back later and she crashed in the, the garden and honest is ready to make her special tool for yuffie so they're doing a whole bunch of practical tests she's she showed her her mono blade, which is pretty cool It's longer, sleeker, and I guess she's more refined her mana. Uh, Next, they did a broom, which essentially is like riding a bike in their world, per se. And uh, Yuffie says not to let go, but Honest does. And Yuffie doesn't realize that Honest let go until she's flying. Uh, And then she looked back and like, is this okay? And then Honest is just waving. I'm like... You was doing just fine until you look back and realize your safety net was gone. There's no reason for you to get out of control and crash or do any other stuff. But she did. Yep. And so I was like, really? That's what you do? That's what she does. And she did it. So uh, we found out that Honest was actually more reckless than she is now in her younger day. I'm like, ooh, that's hard to believe. And so... Is it? Yuffie's, yeah. Because she's pretty reckless now.
0: I know, but like... She's reckless now, but she also has, has some successful... Like, um, experiments. Um, inventions. I just think
1: she's blowing up everything. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, Imagine the beginning
0: just, like, process when she didn't really understand how to do any of this.
1: Yeah. But I'm like, huh. Oh, it's hard to believe because she'd be blowing up stuff now. <laughs> so i'm like huh so so then yufi's talking Ilya about honest she's trying to understand her and um she said she was like she's so far away from her or something and i'm like are you talking about like y'all's happiness level because she seems so carefree and not worried about anything and so at ease with herself and you aren't Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) like
1: like she's still putting on airs or doing whatever it takes to be queen per se or have that composed outlook on everything
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i don't know just you know at least more clarification on that
0: we shall see as we proceed
1: yeah so then we get to orphans and gaunts and they're talking about al and the trial transcripts uh and i'm like huh so the tribunal has happened and um, I guess it had to do with, like, how her, his newly betrothed was treated and all the accusations that happened. And so they question Yuffie. She's in there now, and she's like, I don't think I was doing that out of malice, but um, it's more so out of his righteousness. And this is quote I liked right here. Gaunt says, uh, those who are intoxicated by their own sense of righteousness tend to become blind to what happens around them. I'm like, okay. Just because he thought he was doing the right thing doesn't mean it was the right thing. And that just might not even happen. It might have been fabrication. So he could have came up with fabrications in order to justify his right- righteousness to marry his other woman that he proceeded to like better, I guess. I don't know. Coming up with theories here.
0: Yeah, you're just spouting out theories. yeah. What are
1: you, so, theorist? I think it's like a theologist, my guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. i have to look it up. So so then Yuffie, she gives back the key to the Forbidden Library. And Yuffie says, um, she leaves and she says hello to the maids that help her. And Ilya says, uh, there's nothing to bond here anymore. And um kinda guess she was talking about all the corsets and stuff that like bounded her and constricted her as like being the queen. It's like you don't have any of that anymore. You're free like Miss Honest now. And then Yuffie's sitting in uh I'm gonna say the living room or the dining quarters. And uh she barges in on Yuffie enjoying her tea. Mm. She probably listening to this podcast at that time, sip of tea. And uh <laughs> She she has a new sword, mm-hmm. which is a cool looking sword. I think it's more like a rapier. Mm-hmm. It's it's like long, long and slender.
0: And has that um has uh it almost could be used for uh, fencing. Yeah. Yeah. But it, like I think it does um suit a rapier.
1: Yeah. So uh, Yuffie's using it's like wow I feel it. You know, it, it's like it has a little little um extension of myself in there. She's like I like I feel like this is how I feel already. And we find out the honest she named the sword Arc on Cell, which uh means rainbow. And so then they get to the garden and she's laying on Yuffie's lap and essentially she just falls asleep. And Yuffie started crying and such. I was like, oh, man. Wishing she could Touching be more moment. like Honest. Yeah. She's, she's uh, carefree.
0: Yeah, she is.
1: Yeah. I wish I could be like Honest, carefree. Uh, Not worried about anything.
0: I don't think she's entirely carefree because that moment where she fell off the, the flying broom, Yuffie, I'm talking about. Honest kind of looked concerned that, like, Yuffie would be mad and not want to be around her anymore. Like, Honest almost looked like she felt like she messed up. Which she did. You just let her go, take off on a flying broom, by herself, and a bike. (laughs) The hike could kill you. I
1: mean, you know, sometimes it happens that way.
0: Oh, my God. But I enjoyed the episode. Yeah.
1: It was good. I'm I'm looking for some fighting and killing stuff now. And I want to see what uh, they say about Al. Because I feel like we're going to have to get some information because I think he set her up because he didn't want to do it anyway. Probably. And the kingdom was just going to suffer. But who knows? I don't know anything. I don't even know my name.
0: But um, yeah. Nothing so, Irby, anything you want to talk about anime related? uh not
1: really. I'd say I'm about to finish up. Um, I finished up Inspector. I did enjoy those last few episodes. I was like, "Oh, this this is Battle of the Wits right here, baby." Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: And then, first up, uh, Kona Suba.
0: Kona Suba, you watching Kona Suba? Yep. I hear that's a good one.
1: It's okay. No, The protagonist, he's okay. The They make the women characters and they're so daggone daft. And one can't even really do anything with a text. <laughs> and the other one, she's just um, she's a Jiraiya. <laughs> so, I'm like, man. Jeez. Couldn't use a little bit more fighting, but
0: you know. Yeah. On um, the other side here, Before E season two came out. Watching that. um Tokyo Revengers, the Christmas arc came out. I'm not in a rush to watch that because I read the whole thing. Misfit, Misfit of Demon King Academy season two is out. Anos, the uh, the show off goat, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's a there's a lot. It seems to be a number of quote unquote isekais. New isekais coming out that are guaranteed to all have the same concept, just different characters and different um, winding paths, but. I'm sure if you're an isek- isekai fan Then they'll all be enjoyable Maybe There's one that seems to be about cooking There's 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 a whole bunch
1: a Cooking isekai it Sounds Interesting
0: Yeah But um, yeah, Irby, anything else? No, that's about it Ain't we had too much um, Getting people that want it all right, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Catch us next week. We'll be here.
1: Peace. Peace.